Our scripture reading is found in the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, the first through the 14th verses. Now it shall be, if you diligently obey the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments, which I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the offspring of your body, and the produce of your ground, and the offspring of your beasts, the increase of your herd, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way and will flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing upon you in your barns and in all that you put your hand to. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, as he swore to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. So all the peoples of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will be afraid of you. The Lord will make you abound in prosperity in the offspring of your body and in the offspring of your beast and in the produce of your ground in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give to you. The Lord will open for you his good storehouse, the heavens, to give rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand, and you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you only will be above, and you will not be underneath. If you listen to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I charge you today to observe them carefully and to not turn aside from any of the words which I command you today to the right or to the left to go after other gods and serve them. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word at this time. You know, I read the other day about a Michigan factory worker who was making about $10,000 a year. And it turns out that he had inherited $500,000 several years ago, and he just didn't know it was his. Now, can you imagine? He had worked for years, and he didn't have access to money that was rightfully his. Now, I read also that $40 billion in unclaimed inheritances uh, are laying around right now. People just don't know that that money 
is theirs. And that reminds me of a story that I read also the other day about a a man who had a heart attack and he was in the hospital and he was supposed to stay calm and not be excited. And then an uncle of his passed away while he was in the hospital and left a million dollars to him. Now, his family was wondering, how do they tell him about his inheritance without getting him all excited. And so they decided they'd get the preacher to tell him because they figured the minister could figure out the best way to very gently bring this good news to this man. And so the preacher went in and as he was talking, he finally got around to it and he said, you know, just, I was just wondering, what do you think you'd do if you inherited a million dollars? And the gentleman who was there in the hospital thought for a minute. And he said, well, I think one of the first things I'd do is give half of it to the church. And that excited the minister so badly and so much that he fell over and died. Now, I don't want you to get that excited, but I do want you to know that you have an inheritance. You are an heir to the promises that God made to Abraham and his descendants. The New Testament writers make it clear that these promises are for all who come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. They're not just back for a people that lived several thousand years ago. Now, there are some people who will try to tell you that, oh, that just applied to those people way back then. But the New Testament writers refer back to these promises over and over over again as being those being promises that we are heirs to. And so I want to just zero in on one of these promises that we find in the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy today. And be mindful that there are so many more promises that are yours as a child of God. This is the one that I want to zero in on. Deuteronomy 28, 13. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you only will be above and you will not be underneath if you listen to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I charge you today to observe them carefully. Now, I have seen the power of this promise played out in life after life as it has embraced the Lordship of Jesus Christ and endeavored to live a life that pleases him in all that they do. Now, you see, God's people, it's just a principle. God's people are going to rise like cream to the top no matter what their environment. Uh, One of the best Old Old Testament examples is Joseph. If you'll recall, Joseph was sold into slavery, and when he was a servant in Potiphar's house, he rose to the top, and he wound up running the household, didn't he? When he wound up being thrown in prison, and he was just an inmate in prison, what happened? He rose to the top, 
and he began to run the prison. And then when he wound up becoming a servant of Pharaoh, he rose to the top and he actually ruled all of Egypt. You just couldn't keep him down. Another, the New Testament example I'd like to share with you is the story of the prodigal son. You're aware of it. You've heard it before. And you know how he took uh, his part of the inheritance from his father and he just turned his back on his family and he went off and he wound up and he found himself ultimately in a pig pen. And the pig food was looking good to him. Now at that point, you see, he was the tail. But then while he was there in this pig pen, it says that he came to himself and he realized that even the servants in his father's household had it better than him. And so he decided that he would just go back and offer to be the lowest of the low, to be the tail in his father's household. And we know how that turned out, don't we? When uh, he returned, his father ran to him as he saw him coming. He embraced him. He kissed him. He put a robe on his shoulders. He put a ring on his finger and he called for a feast. And this one who had been the tail just a few moments earlier is now sitting at the head of the family once more, at the top of the family once more, reinstated. If you'll recall, there was another son, the older son, who was outside pouting, and he wouldn't go in because he didn't think that the younger son deserved what he got. He told his father, all this time I have labored for you and you haven't even given me a, a skinny old goat to celebrate with, with my, to party with my friends with. And the thing is, he didn't think that his younger son even deserved, his younger brother even deserved a skinny old goat. And, it, but that's, you see, the thing is, his older son or his this older son was an heir to the father also and the father explained to him son all that i have is yours but he had the wrong mentality and he missed out on being the head in his own way didn't he now, let me tell you, I have seen countless people freed from the depths brought on by the curses of disobedience and rise in life to just new life, to the abundant life that Jesus Christ has for them. A life where they are the head and not the tail. I've seen people held back by alcohol, by drugs, victims of abuse, all rise to newness of life after committing their lives to God through Jesus Christ. Now, I just want to urge you, don't miss out on this promise and don't miss out on all the other promises the rich promises that are yours in the kingdom of God and that you'll find there in the Old Testament as well as in the New Testament 
I recall the story of an eagle and chickens as I thought about all this this past week and prayed about it. If you'll recall, I'm sure you've heard the story. It's told several different ways. One of the ways is that there was a farmer who uh, went out mountain climbing and he came across a, 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 an eagle's nest on a ledge. And in that nest, he saw three eagle's eggs. He figured it was probably illegal. And uh, even though he knew it wasn't right, he was just curious. So he took one of, that, one of those eggs back to the farm and he had uh, chickens and he had one chicken who a hen who was setting and he put that egg there with the rest of the eggs that the hen was nesting on and that mother hen hatched out that eaglet and that eaglet was treated just like all the rest of the chickens and that eaglet grew up just knowing how chickens acted and living like a chicken he learned how to cluck he learned how to scratch for bugs and uh and and grubs he learned how to eat chicken feed and he just wandered around in the chicken yard he saw the other chickens couldn't fly but just a few feet at a time and so even though he grew up to have beautiful strong wings he just flap and fly a couple of feet and land back on the ground and then one day he looked up high in the sky and he saw this majestic bird flying and he asked one of his fellow chickens what's that said, oh, that's an eagle. The eagle is the king of the sky. But we'll never go up there because we're chickens and we're birds of the ground. And so we'll never fly. We'll never reach that. And so the eagle said, oh, and went back to scratching for grubs and eating chicken feed. And that eagle died thinking it was a chicken. I want to encourage you today to not let those around you keep you from your heritage. To Don't let them keep you from your inheritance. There's some people that will tell you that this promise of being the head and not the tail was just for a certain ethnic group several thousand years ago. There are others that will tell you that since you've received Jesus as Lord and Savior, you don't need to worry about obeying God because that would be works. And they're forgetting that there's a principle of sowing and reaping that is embedded in this passage that we read today. I read the blessings to you. Following the blessings in Deuteronomy 28, you will see the curses that are just the opposite of the blessing. And those blessings tie right, and those curses tie right in with sowing and reaping, as we find it in Galatians, the ninth chapter. There we read that if you sow to the flesh, you'll reap to the flesh. And that means you'll suffer the curses of sin for your disobedience. It also says if you sow to the Spirit, you'll reap from the Spirit. And that means you'll enjoy the blessings of obedience. Now, there are some people 
who are trying to tell other people that you need to just keep on in your sin. Just keep on doing that. Because anything that you do that's uh, in, uh, obeying God is just works. Well, continuing in sin is to continue to sow to the flesh. And you will reap the curses of the flesh if you continue to do that. This is something that uh, I don't know. Well, anyway, I just want you to know. Don't let someone's prideful theology keep you from reaping the blessings of obeying God in this life. God has blessings for you in this life. Christianity is not just about the sweet by and by and pie in the sky. It's about the life that you're living right now. Now, Jesus died to free us from the curses of the law of sin and death so we could live in God's blessing. And I want to encourage you today, don't miss out on his blessings. You can be the head instead of the tail. You don't have to continue to waller in sin and be the tail. And it's up to you. It's all up to you. God is waiting. He is wanting you to come to him so that he can bless you. All you have to do is just repent of your sin. Receive the fact that Jesus died for your sins and freed you from the curse of the law that's been holding you down and then begin walking in his blessing with him. Now, if that's what you want to do, I want you to just pray this prayer with me. Just pray it right now. Just repeat after me. Lord, I'm tired of being the tail. I want to be the head. I know my sins have been keeping me from your blessing, and I'm sorry. Please forgive me of my sins and give me a brand new start with you. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for my sins and freeing me from the curse of the law of sin and death. Wash me, I pray, and cleanse me with your precious blood. I receive your forgiveness and I give you my life. From this moment on, I want to live for you. Here I am. From now on, Lord, I am yours, and I'm going to live my life the way you want me to. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer with me and you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you can count on his Holy Spirit coming into your life and beginning to work changes in your life. I would love to be praying for you. And if you would just uh, send an email to the email address that you'll find there uh, on the screen 
uh, or uh, or just to at, just send it send your an, an email to prayer at his two four dash seven dot com. I'll be happy to be praying for you. Goodbye and God bless.